0: Tone Deaf is the journey of a musical theater nerd, bringing musicals into the life of their musically challenged spouse. The reactions to the musicals are real and mostly unedited. This show is for ages 14 and up, because sometimes you just need to use a swear. Now sit back, relax, and have a laugh. You're listening to Tone Deaf.
1: Welcome to Tone Deaf, a theater nerd's guide for their musically challenged spouse. I'm Kay, a musical theater nerd. And I'm Warren. I'm musically challenged. Today's show is one that Warren has listened to but hasn't seen. Today we're watching Bat Boy.
0: Yes, Bat Boy. I listened to it on Spotify, and I don't remember much other than it was the origin story of Batman when he was a little boy growing up in the swamps and living with bats and what learning how to fight crime. What did you
1: listen to? Bat That's boy. not
0: what I sent you. It was, bad, it was bad boy. I remember there was a bat boy, and I remember being very conflicted about how I felt about it because it's not a <laughs> sung-through musical, and they don't fill in the gaps in between the songs. So I remember it going from kind of upbeat and excited to... Holy crap! Everything's on fire, and <laughs> really having to ask you, you know, WTF? What happened? And yeah, yeah. It was long. It was over a year ago. I want to say mm. when I listened to it. This kind
1: of is why we're doing this podcast. Actually, like a little bit.
0: This is actually very true. Uh, yeah, because we were talking about how a lot of of the album versions of musicals mm-hmm. don't fill in the gaps and so you get to hear the songs but if you haven't seen the show you don't know what the heck is going on yeah and yeah this is true i think bat boy might be the the initial inception of the idea of doing this podcast
1: yes it is we owe it
0: all to you bat boy thank you bat boy you made this
1: possible love the bat boy save the bat boy thanks bruce wayne (laughs) so now i'll tell you what the show really is Okay. Before we go watch it. Sounds good. So it's a musical inspired by the famous tabloid headline about the human bat hybrid in the World Weekly News on June twenty third in nineteen ninety two. So do you remember seeing those it's in like, the grocery
0: store? It's like the National Enquirer, right? Where it's just one of it's, those
1: Yeah, similar to National Enquirer, except for that it knows it's a joke.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say it's just one of those BS. Yeah. I'm using scare quotes, newspapers. I guess that's why the yeah. term tabloid exists.
1: Yeah. World Weekly News knew that it was joking. And so in the 90s, every time that my mom and I would be at the grocery store, like at Dan's or something, uh, I'd see in the uh, magazine rack the pictures of Bat Boy and just be like, What? And they also had a lot of like, the world is ending next week <laughs> sort of stuff. Tune in next week to find out how pretty much. And that and that was actually like my introduction to, oh, there are fake newspapers <laughs> but that was what sort of inspired this. This is a rock musical. So the music is more contemporary than the stuff that we've heard in shows recently.
0: Okay.
1: It was uh, written by Keith Farley and Brian Fleming with music and lyrics by Lawrence O'Keefe. It's a more recent show premiering in Los Angeles around Halloween in 1997.
0: I do have a question. Yes. In the tabloids that you saw, was it like a realistic picture of Bat Boy or was it like an artist sketch? It it was a realistic picture. It was like
1: a photoshopped kid's head with, well, not photoshopped, but a photo edited kid's head with bat ears. Going, ah! I had my mouth open and my... Yeah. If,
0: if Use you've your seen, imagination. Yeah,
1: use your imagination. Uh, some of you have probably seen pictures of Bat Boy and know exactly what I'm talking about. Just
0: close your eyes and imagine if a radioactive bat bit a really mean baby. Wow. <laughs> so this show's been produced off-Broadway,
1: in the West End, and at the Edinburgh Festival but it actually has never been on Broadway.
0: So how can it be off-Broadway if it was never on Broadway? I'm glad you asked. Because uh, I actually
1: had to look into this because I was sitting here going, I don't know if I've ever explained the difference between Broadway and off-Broadway. Uh, pro- if you have, I have long forgotten. So off-Broadway shows are in theaters that are still in Manhattan but they're smaller theaters. They're usually 100 to about 500 seat theaters. You'll find a lot more experimental shows. They're less commercially successful. Uh, That's where we'll get Forbidden Broadway. We'll have our longest running show, The Fantastics, is off-Broadway.
0: That's where people go for the art.
1: It is kind of more artsy stuff, that's where your weird stuff
0: comes from. So is that where like your one-man shows happen, or is that yes. even smaller?
1: One-man shows will happen off-Broadway sometimes. Oftentimes they'll happen in off-off-Broadway where it's smaller than 100 seats. We're totally gonna do a history of Broadway and off-Broadway at some point, because I was looking into it more so that I could write a better description. And it's a fascinating history. So that might end up being a bonus episode. So
0: stay tuned for more History of Theater with
1: Kay. Yes. So around 2002 was when it started its regional theater runs.
0: So about 10 years after the posting of the story. Of the tabloid,
1: yeah. 10 years after the tabloid was posted, uh, you'd have... Of course, 97 to 2002, we were mostly seeing it off-Broadway or in the West End or at Edinburgh. Uh, and then in 2002, you'd have regional theaters, community theaters, high schools doing it. There's a difference, though, between regional theaters and other theaters. Regional will be either professional or semi-professional. So you're getting paid for okay. them. You'll have... Uh, and they're not Broadway They're not really off-Broadway. They'll be in other cities. Like here, we have a couple of regional theaters. We have the Pioneer Theater. We have the Hale Theater. Those are your theaters that generally can take on bigger productions, but they'll also have a black box theater or a studio theater. Not all the time, but sometimes they'll have those. Okay. But those are the ones where you're going to get paid.
0: I'm still stuck on the West End and picturing uh, people in London doing a show about a swamp creature in the United States.
1: Oh, we'll get
0: there. We'll get there in this, because there's there's
1: some history with that. (laughs) (laughs) When I saw this, it was in 2003 at Salt Lake Acting Company, where we go to see Saturday's Voyeur. And I fell in love with this show right away.
0: That's a little terrifying from what I remember of the show.
1: Well, so I, I fell in love with the first half and then the second <laughs> half really
0: bummed me out.
1: But I also like the second half, but holy smokes, is it a bummer?
0: See, that that's that's what I remember the most about this show was being like, hey, this is kind of upbeat and things are looking up for this fellow. And then, oh, dear God. Yeah,
1: it's going to take a nosedive really quickly. But it's still good. So, like I said, it's based on the story from the World Weekly News. It's about a human-bat hybrid who was found in a cave in West Virginia. (laughs) And that's where the similarities to the World Weekly News tabloid ends. They take their liberties with it. The actual Bat Boy story, though, from World Weekly News is wild. (laughs) Because this was an ongoing series. For a long time. Up until they stopped publishing the magazine. I want to say it was 2007 they stopped doing it. Like paper versions. And then they had an online version starting in like 2009 or something. Bat Boy was a serial character Mm. in this tabloid. This week with Bat Boy. And he was chaos. Like completely chaotic. So you You don't really need to have any knowledge of bat boy outside of the fact that he's a bat creature from West Virginia and he's half human half bat but you know you don't need to know any of that
0: For those of you who think the government isn't experimenting with genetic manipulation then what do you think bat boy is? Oh boy, I can't wait for you to watch this <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, a little bit about what we're going to be seeing. So, traditionally, there are only 10 actors for this show. And. Does it take place in like a really small town? Well, it does take place in a small town of West Virginia, but what it is, is that your f- four main characters are going to be played by the same person, like the same four people. So, you'll have one actor for Bad Boy, one actor for. Uh, the love interest, one actor for the wife, one actor for the husband. But then, for the rest of the town, they're played by the rest of the cast. And the rest of the cast will double up on these characters, so you'll have men playing women, women playing men. That's unfortunately not the case with the one that we found. The one that we found is a high school production, but they are pretty good. I just, I have a soft spot for the smaller feel the 10-person cast yeah the 10-person cast because you can have a little bit more fun with it but high school productions generally cast more than what is needed for a show
0: i get it because they have they have a lot of kids who want to do it and they want to cast everybody yeah
1: that's usually the case um in a lot of the smaller shows that we're going to be seeing that's actually really common though where you'll have people doubling up on roles like playing multiple characters in a show
0: just curious did you Mm -hmm. ever have that happen where you had to double up on a role yeah
1: i've had that happen a few times um once on this island is actually another one that we'll be doing that has a small cast and members of the cast play multiple characters in it uh Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat is the same way. There's a lot of shows that do that. I want to say, though, that more often than not, it's becoming a little bit more common to do that. Then again, I'm out of the loop on a lot of the really popular shows that are on Broadway right now. Um, I can imagine
0: that... That is a cost effective way. It is very cost effective. (laughs) If you have ten actors and half of them are playing four characters each.
1: And like here here in Utah, we don't have a very large well, we've got a larger black population than we used to. But when I was doing Once on This Island at Hale Theater that was one of the few shows where I was single cast there. So where I was doing a show every night. Mm-hmm. Normally at the Hale Theater, that's not the case. Yeah,
0: because if you got sick <laughs> and couldn't perform or got into a wreck, they would have been screwed.
1: That was, And that was what it was, was we had... There were, I want to say, two or three people in our cast that were double cast. The rest of us were single cast. So double cast meaning... One person does Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Another person does Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday night. The Monday, Wednesday, Friday person would be doing the Saturday matinee for the blue hairs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Blue hairs being old people. I was was in my brain like, should I do an old person voice? And I was like, well, which one? And then,
1: (laughs) I decided to do this one. So now back to what you were saying about the West End.
0: Yes. uh, Back on track. Thank you. So,
1: in the U.S., Bat Boy was really well-received. Oh, no. In the U.K., it was not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can just imagine a bunch of English people baffled about why they're at a show about some American swamp creature.
1: Well, I should say it wasn't wasn't well-received by critics audience members liked it which is often the case critics are often wrong that's the case with movies too. yeah and so the the audiences liked it 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 sold pretty well but you know they critics have to critic and so there are actually some changes that were made in the uk version like they replaced songs and stuff so that it was more appealing to that audience. And mm. you're going to find that when we do Avenue Q, that happened with the change of Gary Coleman's character, but they changed it to just I'm that guy on TV and people didn't like that. And they're all, "No, we know who Gary Coleman is. What are you talking about?" <laughs> what you talking about, UK? Da-da. Yeah. <laughs> but so this this is an example of where uh, place will make a revision to kind of make it more acceptable to what they think the audience would want.
0: Make it more, res- make it more acceptable to the local palate.
1: Yes, yes. So uh, this is actually a little bit of a shorter opening this week just because there's not as much to talk about with this show. I'm sure there's some people going no and other people going yay well and also i don't want to talk about too much because i i want you to be surprised with how <laughs> the musical I, ties in. the yeah. music that you listen to ties into the actual show
0: yeah i am i am excited to finally have it all come together mm-hmm. because, because i've only listened to the show once because i remember you sending it to me saying this is One of my favorite musicals of all time. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm listening to it. I'm like, yeah, this has got some good stuff. And then it takes the hard right turn. And I'm just like, why? Why is this one of your favorite? (laughs) Like, out of all the ones that I am aware of that I think are pretty good, why is this one your favorite? So I'm excited to actually have the mystery revealed.
1: Yes. I will say that I'm surprised at how many high schools have done this show.
0: Because of the material? Because of the
1: material. Because there are some scenes that are yeah. very different when it's a high school version versus
0: a version that adults are doing. Because, I mean, the one thing I, I I will, I know there's sex in it. Yes. And I know anything school related, you got to shy away from that. Yeah.
1: And so it was one of those things when, I, when the version that, sort of one out was the high school version i'm just like well i better clarify that the version that i saw in 2003 when i was a high school student thanks, Mom,
0: <laughs> was very different. Oh, well, Salt Lake Acting Company, yeah, we, I've seen some shows with them. They don't pull punches. No, they don't. Absolutely not. They, they're they like, hey, you're here to sh- see a production. We're going to give you a production.
1: And their shows are always good. They are
0: good. The yeah.
1: two that I've seen were very good. Yeah, you saw Two Saturdays, Voyeurs, which... Yes. Um, just for all of you who are not in Utah, we will be doing a show or a episode of a show that covers what Saturday's Voyeur is lampooning. Those of you who are not used to Utah stuff might not have as much enjoyment from that episode once we get to it. Mm -hmm. We're going to do Saturday's Warrior in our next rotation.
0: Oh boy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I will prepare myself.
1: Yes. So, also, everyone else prepare yourselves for that one. So, in the meantime, uh, we do need to get started on Bat Boy. Hopefully, Latte doesn't freak out too much because there's a little bit of screaming at the start of the show. <laughs> oh, I'm sure so... she will. I'm sure
0: she will. <laughs> she'll sit down with us and then as soon as the first screaming, she'll be like, I'm out of here. We'll give her some treats.
1: We'll ah! give her a lot of treats. <laughs> The so. stupid box is yelling. Yeah, poor girl. All right, so it is time. We're going to take a brief intermission and then go watch Bat Boy. Do I have time to get a rabies shot?
0: Uh, why? Bats carry rabies. Don't you know that?
1: Only if they bite you, and
0: this one's on the screen, so. Oh, so it's. I thought what was on the T. I thought what was on the magic box is real. Okay, Latte. (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right, Warren. It's time for the best part of every intermission. Getting snacks that we can't bring back into the theater? Even better! Now that the lights are back up, we can look into the playbill. Here are the people who donated $5 or more to make this show possible. And the
0: prestigious spot of our very first Tone Deaf Patreon sponsor is Jasmine Wu. Thank you so much for your contribution to our show. We deeply appreciate it. Your contribution is what makes Tone Deaf possible. Thank you so much.
1: And now the lights are going down and the music is starting back up. So let's hop into the second act of the show. And what did you think?
0: Love me back, boy. Bad boy. Bad boy. Why? I'm so sorry. I was not prepared for that. Yeah. I don't remember Bat Boy dying when I listened to the album and I don't recall you saying anything about Bat Boy dying yeah. and then Bat Boy died and I I died a little with him. I'm sorry. That was that was really good. I I I know we watched a couple different productions that are either like community theater or high school productions. Mm-hmm. This is probably one of the top ones we've seen. Right. I was so incredibly blown away with how good the acting was in this. Yeah. Like it. Like everybody did a really good job, but especially the main four actors, mm-hmm. the the dad, the mom, the daughter and Bat Boy mm-hmm. were just incredible. Were yeah. Just incredible. Like they their physical act especially physical acting on part of Bat Boy. Right. did a really good job. The acting on part of the the human characters, they're just like their facial expressions, their emotion, their mm-hmm. everything. Everything was really good. Like yeah. I it was their performance was triple A professional quality, I would
1: say. I agree. Um, that was actually why, cause I looked online and I found a couple that were the, like the 10 person cast, but this one was just stellar. And I was like, okay, this is a good first time for you to see this. So I am glad that you enjoyed it.
0: Also, we are currently recording this. Uh, Latte is sitting with us, and she seems kind of stressed out because we're sitting in her spot that she's normally in. So if you hear a sudden rustle, uh, that's the dog getting off the bed because she's not comfortable. So just FYI to listeners out there. But uh, so I guess we will go over my notes. Yes. And just go through the musical like we normally do, I will try to keep myself together, thinking
1: of poor Edgar. I'm sorry.
0: So, it, uh, takes place in a cave, and, uh, three hillbillies are cave spelunking, and and they discover Bad Boy, and at first they think he's, they want to keep him as a pet, mm-hmm. and then the girl tries to feed him Fritos, and he doesn't like the freedom. Oh, bye, latte. And if you heard a rustle just now, that was latte. Bye, latte. Um, and uh, Batboy instead decides to have a a tasty bite of hillbilly. Mm-hmm. Uh, bites the girl in the neck, and the brothers wrangle Batboy and and take him into the town and give him to the sheriff. And sheriff's is taking him through town on his way to the vet because he doesn't know what to do with him. Yeah. And uh, that was interesting bit of stuff there. A little bit of it, it's interesting like this musical because it starts out with like comedy. Yeah. And a little bit of tragedy because you're like oh people are being mean to Boy, and then it gets like funny and hopeful and really mm. energetic. Yeah. And then it just tail spins into this tale of of Rape and incest and death. And betrayal. And betrayal. Lots of betrayal. It was like, it was like, I have a joke in here later, but it was like the Lannisters of Dr. Moreau. Like, it was (laughs) some Game of Thrones level crap in there. I mean. Yeah, I'm saying, there were twins that were banging. That is straight up Game of Thrones Lannisters right there. The Dr. Moreau line, too, there. I mean, you have a crazy vet experimenting with animal pheromones, and mm-hmm. then you get a, a hybridized bat-human-vampire creature. It was, it was, it was, it was a good musical, though. Uh, yeah, I don't think it would have affected me as like I'm like I didn't get affected really by Les Mis or anything like that, and nothing to... I guess it's because I have seen so much with Les Mis, so yeah. much parodying, so much. Kind of oversaturation. Mm-hmm. I have never seen anything parodied really with Bat Boy that no, I can think of. There is nothing and parodied. I've never seen the show. I've listened to the musical once, but the musical does not fill in the gaps. And so this was really uh, the first real experiencing of it. And with this cast that we watch, it was so good. Like, I was emotionally invested. Mm-hmm. I was genuinely concerned about these characters and wanting to know what was going to happen. And they got. They did really, really good. Yeah, that's so what good. I like with some of these
1: not Broadway musicals.
0: Mm-hmm. And the whole like, I mean, I do have to say though, the the song, "Hold Me, Bat Boy, Touch Me, Bat Boy, Save Me, Bat Boy, Hold Me in Your Arms," like before it gets to the sibling banging, like that is just weird. Like the whole time, I'm just like. <laughs> Save me bat, like he's this feral creature. Hold me bat boy, save me. He, he bit a girl in the neck, and she's now in the hospital. They do kind of parody
1: some of the stuff that goes on in musical theater, and when we get to Urinetown, town, you're gonna see that also, but with Bat Boy, they weren't trying to do a blatant musical theater parody; they just were doing some like homages. When we see *You're in Town*, they're blatantly parodying shows that are on Broadway at the same time.
0: Gotcha. And I do want to make a correction from earlier. Uh, this was not the origin story of Batman. Batman is not Batboy in the beginning, and then he later grows up and becomes Batman. No, it does no, This not. is a completely unrelated property. Uh, I apologize for any confusion out there from listeners. <laughs> if anything, this... If Batboy had... Spoilers. If Batboy had lived at the end, this would have been, like, the origin of a supervillain. Yeah. Like, really. Yeah. It's like, and you would have been like,
1: okay, yeah, no, I can see why you're doing no, this. No, he, he, he
0: was a very sympathetic character, and he would have been a very sympathetic villain. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was it was good. Uh, the whole thing, like... He's just like you. We're just like him. I'm like, I ain't no bad Boy. He ain't like me. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, don't know. I, like, I like a good steak, but I don't like mine bloody like you. You're closer to Bat Boy than I am. Yeah. And then they wanted to call him different names. He was like, How about Ugly? How about Edgar? How about Montgomery? So I came How up with. How about Bat Boy? Bat Boy. So I came up with Ugly Edgar Montgomery. That's his full name. Okay. But he goes by his middle name, which is mm-hmm. Edgar. Uh, and then when douchebag Rick. Shows up to taunt Batboy in the cage, and they start like rapping about how they're gonna take him out and kill him, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Shelly starts. Well, it was an attempt at beatboxing. It sounded more like spitboxing. Yeah, it's it's like, on purpose. Oh, I was gonna joke I I'd say it must be a white girl thing because she doesn't have enough. Yeah, you know, that's bunk. what
1: that's kind of the joke there. Gotcha. Is... So she was terrible
0: intentionally.
1: She's intentionally terrible. Like I... the character. Wouldn't be doing it
0: intentionally,
1: but the actress is.
0: So honestly, I apologize. Actress who played Shelly, I'm sure you are a phenomenal beatboxer in real life. <laughs> Way better than my pasty butt. Uh, Rick made Latte sad. Yeah. When Rick came was, in oh. and was yelling and screaming about how he wanted to hurt Batboy, our dog got up and like looked at the TV and then looked at us and then walked away, she did not like Rick, and I don't no. blame her, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't like Rick No, either. Rick's a douche. Rick is a douche, and, and yeah, and mm-hmm. la- Latte does not approve. Uh, what ha- Okay, deciphering my own notes. If only Batboy were Cowboy, then people would care about him, because they're very concerned with the cows. <laughs> yes,
1: there. the cows that they're growing on a mountainside I in West that, Virginia. I love that
0: reveal later, like, yeah. you can't herd cows on a mountainside. Let's see... Oh, yeah, and then you get the the first real visit with uh, Tom, the father. Mm -hmm. And at first you don't think he's that bad of a guy, Mm -hmm. but then he basically blackmails his wife into sex by threatening to kill Batboy. Yeah. Did he know right away that Batboy was her son? Yes. That makes him extra creepy. Yeah. Extra, extra creepy.
1: That line when he goes, do you know what this is? That's. Do you
0: know that I, this is? I kind of thought that, but I, I thought that maybe he would have more humanity to him. Nope. I guess not. Like, I don't. know It's one of those things. Like, I wanted to have sympathy for him a little bit, but then he kept doubling down on his. Mm-hmm. No, don't have sympathy for me. And I was like, yeah. okay, fine, you win. I don't have sympathy yeah, he, for you. Yeah, he's he is garbage. People, you're, you're a jerk, especially later on. Yeah. And, uh, Bat boy is strictly on a liquid diet, yes. it would appear. Yes. Because uh, you... he's a vampire bat. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean that makes more that makes more sense. But I was sitting here like what if he had been what if the mom had been impregnated with fruit bats? Like then he would have been Yeah, then he would have had a little fox face and eaten oh, tons have... of fruit. Oh, that and... would have been cute. Uh, and then the whole song with I'll show you a thing or two and I kept thinking to myself I'll show you a thing or two or we'll put you in a zoo. Yeah, cuz yeah,
1: that's that's one of my Favorite songs in it and especially the way that this actor that played Edgar characterized him So when when I had seen it, I didn't I don't remember the guy in the first production that I saw Really portraying him bat-like. This time, this guy was like he was doing the squeaking like a bat. He was he was great. holding his arms out kind of like a bat would if it was being forced to stand up and doing the crawling because bats don't
0: walk on their hind legs and so he really was good. He was an amazing physical actor. He, yeah. He did an incredible job. And like the way he did his hands as well. Like yes. when he'd go to hug people, his hands were rigid like that. Like, if, bat like fingers. if he had wings. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like he was he did an incredible job. Oh, it was amazing. Like I'm just blown away by how talented mm-hmm. everybody in this production was. And I got annoyed with Officer Friendly <laughs> who kept, he was using his gun all like. Is that in the other production yes. too? Just points his gun around like yeah, willy nilly. Like that's on purpose. Just I was just sitting here like going. That has to be intentional because that is the worst gun safety I've ever seen, especially for. Yeah, officers.
1: they're they're supposed to not. God. <laughs>
0: I would, every time he's doing that, I just ex- I kept expecting people to, like be leaning away. Yeah. Like, don't No, they're supposed to about. all be incompetent. No, yeah, well, they showcase that pretty pretty thoroughly. I would say, uh, putting and then uh, when they're after they've kind of rehabilitated Edgar and he's now a well-spoken member of society with the BBC language tapes that he's been studying. Thank you very much, Mother. For well, he doesn't know it's his mother yet, but and he really wants to go to the gathering and please and see, mrs parker and please mrs parker he really wants to meet the referend and it'll be the social gathering of the season And he really wants to see it and, and tom said i'm putting my foot down no you can't do this because mm, he's kind of been blackmailed yeah, by he's been he's been the blackmailed town. the town wants to kill batboy and he's like no no he's okay he's fine he's not a danger to anybody and they kind of convince him to keep him away uh For this gathering, but Batboy really wants to meet his neighbors and show them that he's one of them and that he wants to be a contributing member of society. And are you ashamed of me? And, you know, yes, because, you know, you're the product of some weird pheromone rape session and Bat Orgy.
1: Yeah, once we get to that, that's
0: yeah. that's a part that's going to be crazy. Speaking of orgies, well, I guess we're not going to get to that yet. <laughs> it's a weird segue to have. <laughs> Anytime an orgy is in a musical, I, I really don't know how to, <laughs> how to approach the topic. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, putting your foot down right on Edgar's heart. Good job, Tom. Uh, and then Tom was being really, really creepy. Really yeah. creepy when he's he, he goes through this... I don't know. I don't know what to describe it, but be, like his first, he's okay with Edgar, and then when he's putting his foot down, no, you can't go to this, and Edgar freaks out and attacks him, but doesn't hurt him, and then uh, Mrs. Parker is consoling Edgar, and he realizes, oh, you don't love me, you just love the child. Yeah, and then he gets super. That's when that's that's when his moral compass. Swings to south, and he goes on a murder spree. Yes, like he, yeah, yeah. That Starts was, off by killing the girl that was bit in the cave. Yeah, euthanizing her basically, and and sticking a needle in her neck, blaming his son for it. Just really creeper, and uh, I love the the song with Edgar singing in front of the church congregation and yes. he's talking about all the stuff he can do and I'm going he's probably the most talented person in this entire town like let
1: me do your
0: taxes
1: I am the CPA
0: that was pretty great <laughs> I was like dude you can do my taxes I'll let you I'll shake your <laughs> hand before you do it and after and I'll even buy you lunch yeah uh, <laughs> and then of course nothing like a redneck church gathering because everybody had their guns mm-hmm. and was ready to kill him so mm-hmm. hey love that that Christian charity there. yeah I love how they kept singing about their Christian charity and it's like, oh we haven't killed him. that's our Christian charity. yeah
1: that's that's one um point that they like to drive home in this show. It's that oh you think you're Christian, huh?
0: Yeah, no you ain't yeah you ain't Christian yeah I don't think I don't think Jesus would approve of your behavior really uh-uh. uh, <laughs> And then I just have them this note here no Shelley. Uh, no Shelley, to a lot, and I think it's because, just, just no Shelley.
1: Edgar, I love him. I love him. Do you
0: think Edgar would marry me? No Shelley. No Shelley. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, let's see, what do I have on here? Why Pan. Oh, why, yeah. Yeah, so you had told me that this scene is different from a different production scene, because, yes. Because, yes. cause so, so Edgar... You know, runs out into the forest and uh Okay, okay, so let's backtrack. So Tom shows up and tells them, Oh, Edgar's dangerous because I murdered somebody, but I'm gonna blame it on Edgar. And Edgar runs off after people are like, Let's kill him. And after he bites Rick. After he bites Rick and then oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I I should have I should have focused on that because I hated Rick and I was super glad when Rick died uh at the hands of tom not edgar but edgar runs off and then that's when Shelley and her mom have their song about how we're gonna get a three-bedroom house and a white picket fence and a gate that can lock and a pit bull on a chain and, and an electrified fence th- all around yeah basically singing about how they're gonna move away change their names and protect edgar give him a yeah. place to live uh but then shelly runs off to go find edgar because she's a a horny teenager and is in love with him. Uh, And that's when Pan showed up and my brain took a journey of and profanity warning what the fuckery. Sorry, we have that disclaimer and I feel like it is necessary in this particular moment because what the absolute fuck? Like, seriously. The the entire time, they're basically singing a We're Gonna Get Down and Funky Tonight and in my brain, I kept... Really wanting to just burst out and go, "Can you feel the love tonight?" Like that. They
1: even had the giraffe.
0: Yeah, they had the giraffe in West Virginia. But then, I mean, to be fair, they had a bunch of animals that aren't in West Virginia. But yeah, Pan comes out. That did make me laugh about this high school production because Pan comes out and basically is singing a let's have sex song. Like, yes. The moon is they out. They did
1: not change the lyrics
0: yeah. at all. The moon is out. Let's get busy. Let's get down. Mm-hmm. Pick a mate and go down. Like it was. And if you saw the production that I saw when I was a kid, they went down. <laughs> so you, you did say that in the version that you saw, it was a bit more. Uh, adult. Yes. In that scene. Yes. Because it was an adult group putting it
1: on. It was Salt Lake Acting Company and they don't pull punches.
0: Yeah, and so you said that in the version you saw they were basically pantomiming having sex? Yes. yeah, yeah. Thankfully they were not doing it with this one. Well, in they're high schoolers. They were yeah. talking about it and there was a bit of, I wouldn't say there was a bit of grinding, there was a mm. bit of like there, it was dancing. Yeah. They danced, and that was better. They danced, honestly. and they had some body. I would say that I like the artistic direction of this one more. I, yeah, I probably would have preferred seeing this version than the version you're talking about. Yeah, um, only because I preferred the implication versus the outright same. Because
1: uh, again, this was 2003, so I was. 14 or 15 mm-hmm. when my mom took me to see this and neither of us had ever seen this show uh, and I'm just turning see. to look at her like <laughs> mother what mother what the
0: actual hell mother mother <laughs> this is awkward What's the teaser mummy what are they doing mummy oh mummy? no I knew yeah I know I Gray's anatomy <laughs> coloring book I know but uh, what made me laugh is you and I both had that moment when it's revealed that uh, they're actually brother and sister yes. right after they had just <laughs> consummated their love for one another, uh, there's a movie... A Simple Favor. A Simple Favor, and there's a line in that movie, and I've already dropped the F-bomb twice in this episode, so I won't do it a third time. <laughs> but if you haven't seen the movie, go see the movie. It's a great if, movie. If
1: you're... Over, if you're 17 and up, because I think that's a rule for rated R. So. It is a rated
0: R movie, so if you're the appropriate age, you, yeah. You should go if see.
1: you're a, if you're under 14, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast because we the do hell? say swears. What, what the
0: hell, are you doing? We do say swears, so don't do it. Turn but, it off right now and go confess to your priest.
1: Yeah, don't we? We don't do a PG. It is <laughs> PG 14. <laughs> Hey, we have a disclaimer, okay? Yes.
0: I have to hold my tongue plenty on this thing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But, you know, going from that, um, let's talk about rape. Bat rape. Because there was rape in this. Yeah, bat. And and human. There was pheromone-induced uncontrollable rape and then a bat gangbang. Uh, Yes. So I feel really bad for Mrs. Parker because, yeah, the way that they They showed it in this production, was really, really good. You were saying that normally when the husband and wife are talking about how uh, Batboy was conceived, it's done through like a puppet show? Pretty much like a shadow play. A shadow play. Um, This one, they had filmed it, and they were showing it above everybody else, like in the small window, just, um, you know, for, for... context and, yeah. and I thought it was really well done. Yeah, it was. It was really, really well done the way they did it and uh, I felt like that was a hard scene because mm-hmm. I felt really bad for both people because one, Mrs. Parker gets raped mm-hmm. and she says it was the most painful thing I'd ever experienced in yeah. my young life and you do, and I, I, I do you know, I do feel bad for Tom because he, he didn't he felt bad and he didn't want to do it but he was under pheromone-induced horniness, yeah. and she even talks about this, she's like, I know it wasn't him, that mm-hmm. he was beyond his own self. Yeah. But it's just its that's a hard hard... That was the hardest scene. The, the last freaking act of this show, man, is just family secrets and drama and bat rape and Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. it is, it is yeah. hard, and it climaxes with with Tom slitting his own throat bat boy jumping up to drink his blood Tom stabbing bat boy while he's drinking his blood and then the wife trying to stop him from stabbing the son and getting stabbed instead and then the daughter left alone crying over her dead brother lover father and mother just yeah everybody that she loves has just been killed like mm-hmm. in the span of Ten seconds, yeah. right in front of her, and then they try to alleviate that tension with the uh, basically animal control showing up to be like, "Where's this bat boy? Yeah, you're a little late." Yeah, uh, that I mean, I is that in the show? Yes, okay. that
1: is in the show normally. That
0: had to be in there just to go, "Hey, we just dropped this heavy drama bomb. Let's lighten it up with a pinch of humor." Well, and then they have you know, well, what happened? Uh, it's a long story, and then
1: they reprise.
0: Ah, the
1: first song with love uh,
0: Me Bad Boy, Hold Me Bad Boy, Save Me Bad yeah,
1: Boy Yeah, so it's it's one of those shows that I I really love the first act. I love the first act so much. The second <sighs> act, such a downer. It really is. Really after the revival, it's it's one of those things where I'm like, you gotta watch it all the way through because it's still good. But after the revival, you gotta know,
0: it's gonna hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't think I would have cared if the cast had sucked. But the cast was so good Mm -hmm. that I cared. So bravo to them.
1: And, like, with some of these shows that don't go to Broadway, they take more risks. And boy, does this show take risks. That
0: makes a lot of sense because they're not necessarily trying to be as mainstream. Yeah. So they're not concerned with appealing to the broadest of audiences. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, I will say kudos to the creator for t- trying something new, for mm-hmm. doing something that hadn't been done. And, yeah. And, you know, I would say it worked. And it probably worked just because of how good Mm-hmm. Everything comes together. Yeah. It, it definitely leaves you with a bad taste in your mouth. They do sneak a lot of themes in, though, of,
1: like, be accepting of people. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Don't be like Rick. Don't be a Rick. Yeah.
0: Nobody wants to be a Rick.
1: Because there, there's a lot of that in
0: this or, show. Or Or Tom... Please don't be a Tom. Yeah. Dear please, God, please, don't be a Tom. Please don't be a Tom. Don't murder children. Yeah. Unless they really deserve it. No. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. But, no,
1: seriously, though, this show was one of those ones that the first act actually helped me out with a lot of stuff, because around 2003 was when I was starting to realize I wasn't straight. Yeah. Yeah. And so, some of the lines that Bat boy uses, I actually was sitting there going, "Ooh, ooh!" And then I was looking into this, and there actually are a lot of themes on like you're you're listening to stuff that the townsfolk are saying, and it's the same sort of stuff that they'd say to someone who's gay or someone who's a different color or someone who's got a disability, yeah things like that, and a good so. Point that's an important thing in theater is that you can bring that lesson out just then the second act happens and it all
0: goes to hell but in the first <laughs> act <laughs> focus on the first act the positivity yeah
1: and and not, in fact, not how really, everything
0: can go shit sideways and end in disaster
1: yeah the second act is you're Giving into that hatred, you're giving into those animalistic desires of us versus them. The baser of,
0: urges of humanity. Yeah. you're giving into the caveman. Basically. Yeah, you're
1: giving into the caveman, and don't give into the caveman. Oh. I know that they say don't deny your beast inside, but at the end, but maybe deny that beast a little bit, and don't be a jerk to well, people who it's, are it's different.
0: Like, be aware of the beast. We yeah, are not the be beast. Be aware of the beast. So, I mean, that's a th- I think, yeah, I mean. We all have our our baser instincts and mm-hmm. more primal reactions. You know, things of things like being afraid of the unknown. If something that yeah. you've never seen before, our initial reaction is fear. Because, of course, throughout hom- human history, fear is what kept us alive. Yeah. Being scared of things that were different. Because it might kill you. Yeah. But, you know, th- times change mm-hmm. and it's... Use your brain. Don't yeah. necessarily... Don't- be irrationally afraid of everything. Yeah. But uh, that, yeah, I still, I still feel sad.
1: Oh, yeah, no, this show like, does not leave you feeling happy at the end.
0: I still feel sad. Yeah. But it's funny, you're talking about uh, your, your coming of self mm-hmm. when I'm when seeing the show. Uh, I just had this image of teenage K being like, huh, girl butts are nice, too. Oh, that was, well, it was one of those
1: things of more of being, oh, okay, it's okay to think that, because I always thought that. (laughs) I always, like, had crushes on female actresses. I just didn't think it was okay, because, you know, that's what society tells you. Society tells you you're a freak, you're wrong, you're bad, and the scene is... Especially at the end of the first act when Batboy's praying to get his fangs taken away. Yes,
0: he's praying for God to fix him. Yeah, that was the moment for me. I can really see how that could affect somebody in the LGBT community who is raised in a culture of
1: being told that
0: God wants you to be a certain way. And they're like, I want to make God happy. I want to be this way. Yeah. and praying and sincerely going, "Please God, fix me." Like I want to do right by you. Yeah. Oh, you you made me think of this differently now. Wow. Yeah. That that exact moment right there
1: was the flip switch in my brain of oh, <laughs> like maybe maybe there can be hope. Like, because it was one of those, like, well, of course, God's not gonna change that, because nothing's wrong with you, Bat Boy, and then nothing's
0: wrong with me either. <laughs> it's funny, and now my brain is sitting here going alternate universe things with this show. If it had turned out better, because I'm like going, well, I mean, they're gonna slaughter these cows anyway. Just give the blood to Batboy. Yeah. Like, Bat Boy. Yeah, I could see Bat Boy working at the slaughterhouse, and, and maybe Meredith. uh...
1: Tell Bat Boy that is your kid. Yeah. <laughs> Tell Shelly that she's his sister. You know. Don't don't keep
0: that a secret. <laughs> oh, sequel to this, they don't say she's pregnant with his baby. Oh, jeez. That, that's 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 in the postscript for the show. Shelly is pregnant with Bat Boy. Oh, God. And so it's gonna be you know incestuous. Now it's gonna be even more Bat Boy because, you know, you know. Oof. You know, but yeah, you, genetics—you spread the genes out. You don't bring them in.
1: <laughs> like I said, though, with the first act, that first act was the powerful part for me. The second act was sort of like, okay,
0: no, this this hurts now. No, yeah. stop. But do you have it in your notes at all? Like, um, what in high school did this show or anything? Um, let me check. And the only reason I ask is because I cannot.
1: Normally I, cannot, I
0: usually do, I cannot but... praise them enough. Yeah. Is one of the reasons I was asking it, and I feel like they definitely deserve a shout-out.
1: Yeah, let me
0: grab it real quick, and because... We're gonna, we're gonna go silent, and then Kay will remove this chunk yes, of silence. Yes, this will
1: get removed. All
0: right, and here. So this was done by Westfield High School. These guys did an amazing job. Yeah. Um, I... Would encourage people, even if you've seen Bat Boy, even if you've seen it live, it's it's worth watching because yeah. the the production was so incredibly good. And I would not be surprised if any of these actors went on to 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 be great. Like I mean, they're already great. Yeah, but I would not be surprised they, at all to find out that they went on and had very long successful careers because they were amazing.
1: They absolutely deserve to have long successful careers because they in. are fantastic. In fact, um, it was on, uh, the, it looks like it was the actor who played Batboy. It was on his YouTube channel, Matt Lynn. So
0: you are amazing, Matt. Yeah.
1: Matt Lynn, holy smokes. You are amazing. Um, and, and nice body. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> and, um, oh yeah, I would, I would also check out his YouTube cause, um, he has, A lot of music on there that he's done, uh covers, Broadway covers and such. Just dude, you are going places. You are amazing. Keep it up. And that was Bat Boy. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Edgar Well, next week will be a lighter show. Lighter
0: than this? That's this are we doing the miserables again?
1: No, no. Um, so we're going to be doing the first of a couple of shows that I actually loved a lot in eighth and ninth grade, um, and this one's a show. Uh, actually, you probably won't like this one much.
0: Is it is it Bat Boy Two?
1: No, no, it's not Bat Boy Two. It's just the subject material of it. So I apologize in advance. Next week we're going to be doing You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown.
0: Oh, can we watch Bad Boy again?
1: I'm sorry. We can't. We'll rip the Band-Aid off with this one. <laughs> Lo siento, mi amor.
0: Dios mio, no!
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We truly hope you enjoyed this. Please follow us on Twitter at Tone Deaf Musical
0: and like, share, and subscribe. If you loved it, tell your friends and spread the word. If you want to go above and beyond, please donate to our Patreon, which is also Tone Deaf Musical. That's it for this week. I'm Kay. I'm Warren. And this has been Tone Tone Deaf. Deaf.